Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Thursday, December 21, 2023. Merry Christmas to you all. Hope you're getting ready for Christmas, four days to go. Uh, my wife informed me today, of course, it's dark out here a lot in the Northwest and lots of rain and fog. And he said, this is it. This is the shortest the day's going to be all year long. This day, this is the winter solstice. And uh, so that's done. every day from this point on until June 20, this, you know, six months, which will be the longest day of the year. So we are looking forward to the sun beginning to come out. It's going to be a very slow process because we hardly see it the next few months, even with that. So welcome to the broadcast. It's a really special one. We get Robin back sooner than we normally get him. And there's a special story we're going to run as soon as we bring him on that I, I've been looking forward to telling you all about. So I've been saying we're doing more stories in the U.S. And that has begun going to 2024. You're going to see a lot of these stories and you're going to love them. I'm probably going to love them more than you do because I just love uh, seeing the results of what Elijah Streams is uh, doing out about in the world and you are the ones making it absolutely possible so all right a quick reminder along those lines of we have actually a new spot in the well so let's go ahead and run that emily here we go he knows the plans he has for them he hears their cries he longs that they have a cup of cold refreshing water because water refreshes a weary soul it's like a message of good news through every clean water well provided, we share and demonstrate the good news of Jesus. And it's all because of your generosity. Together, we are revealing the love of our Father to those who are truly hungry and thirsty. But there's many more people in desperate need. Give the gift of clean water today. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Wow, that's a, that's a new one. And that one had a special focus on the different dirty watering holes there. Um, I mean, that's a real everyday thing. Some of those people have never had clean water in their lives other than what comes from holes like that, that the animals share and people share and uh, all kinds of things are done in that water. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for your generous donations. We are in the last few days of December when people are thinking about giving and sowing in, uh, making sure year, they really sow it into the Lord. And so when you do that, we thank you for thinking about Elijah's dreams. We're very careful with how we spend, uh, how we invest is a better word, the money that you send in. We take it very seriously. So, all right. Thank you so much. And now it's time to bring in Robin Bullock. So here we go with Robin. Robin, my friend, good to see you. Shalom, brother. Shalom. I wear my black shirt a lot of times. More, more on your show than India. I almost wore my black leather jacket. I actually have two of those. Man, and that's awesome. You should have wore that. No, I should have. It was interesting. When, I, when we did the intelligence briefing when I was in Warrior, yeah. I had forgotten my black jacket. Oh, I, yeah. I almost brought it. And you had a jacket that fit me. I was surprised. I thought it probably was. <laughs> but I've been working on keeping my weight down. It actually fit me. And so that was, oh, it was actually yeah. your jacket. 
your mantle, if you will, that that I was wearing that night. I'm I very honored. So, well, listen, I, I've been really excited about this story. We had this story finished for a couple of weeks, and, and we want, Warren, my brother, produced it and edited it. But we wanted to wait till you were on because you're in the video itself, uh, and then right at the very end. But I won't spoil that for you. So we're gonna, this is an wow. actual story that happened. So here we go with that. This is Sita Ramnarine and her daughter, Shivana. They've been on a new spiritual journey, one in which Elijah's dreams happen to play a pivotal role. When you visit their Florida home, you see they're part of a happy family of four. And here and there are testaments and reminders of their Christian faith. But things looked very different just a few years ago when Sita's life was focused on serving different gods. We were raised in a predominantly Hindu household, religion-wise. There is one God, one main God. However, he expresses himself in many different forms. There are male and female gods, and in some traditions, hundreds of them. Sita's daughter Shivana's name was inspired by one of Sita's former favorites, the god Shiva. And it is a karmic-based system where it's your good deeds. You come into this life with a karmic debt, if you will. And so whatever you do in this life, after death, if the karmic debt is not paid, then the possibility of being re reincarnated is there to come back and do it all again, to get it right. Being a spiritual person and a natural seeker of truth, Sita became more deeply interested in her 30s. I just started getting more into Hinduism um, because I just felt that spiritual, spiritual pull. I would say about four years ago, things really started to deteriorate spiritually. There were a lot of attacks and I would be like, God, what's, what's going on? Like literally talking to him like that. What is going on? I'm doing everything that I can possibly do. And so I would literally sit even in my home for hours and hours and hours chanting, praying, 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 praying overnight. I said, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I feel like I'm doing everything right. I pray, I seek, I chant. Everything that I do is focused on you and, and just trying to, to live a good life. And yet I feel so far away from you. Where are you? Sita didn't know it, but Shivana was struggling too, and also praying to their Hindu gods for answers. Around that same time, I was feeling the worst I've ever felt. Depressed, stressed. Um, little did I know, she was going through the same thing, and she was also having the same struggle with her relationship with God as I was. She had mentioned about praying to Kali, and I was doing the same thing. Even though I didn't know she was, I was. Um, and things just got worse and worse. I still thought I was seeking after God. I started feeling scared, like something is, is around me. Just when Sita and Shivana were both feeling near despair, something happened that changed everything. It was undeniable that something was going on in the atmosphere. It was thick, thick, thick. 
and but uh, most of the people in my life are not of conservative belief like I was so I started going online to uh, search information out news resources I went on YouTube and Elijah's streams popped up they were talking about the political aspect so that's actually my the hook that got me in there and it was Kat Kerr that's how I started you know, listening to Elijah's dreams and then other prophets would come on and they all collectively brought to the table um, not just prophetically what was going on in the, in the world naturally, but they would reference it back to the Bible. I went back for myself to look, up, look it up and I could not refute it. You know, it, was, it just made sense. I remember getting mad. Like at Robin, I would be really mad at him. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to write him a letter and explain to him that maybe he's misunderstood, maybe he doesn't understand the culture, doesn't really understand the religion. And also Yvonne as well, she basically came on and and not only with, with the different you know, gods, but just every aspect of, say, New Age, as it's classified, she... I mean, tore it apart, and but she backed it up biblically. And I remember also getting mad because, you know, I those were my beliefs as well. Then Amanda Grace, she came on the scene, and she, um, as well, her teachings were equally as as profound. Then finally, she said, one of the part of the word was um, the Hindu, the gods of India, the. Ter they are territorial spirits and they're demons. When she said that, I was no longer in, on the fence. I, <laughs> I literally fell face, you know, headlong into Jesus. I didn't realize that she was trying to find answers in God. I didn't realize she was discovering, trying to discover who Jesus was. I didn't know she was doing any of that. Um, and she just called me into the room one day and showed me an Amanda Grace video where she was talking about how the Hindu gods were demonic. And it just clicked in me. I said, I know. <laughs> and ever since then, it's just been Jesus all the way. My daughter was with me when, when I was listening to Amanda and I took everything. And I mean, I'm talking about pictures, writings, all of the, you know, the statues, Murtis, everything, everything. And I got rid of them. I couldn't wait, actually. And Steve and Elijah Stream, he'd always, he always has this saying, um, you know that you know that you know. I knew that I knew that I knew. Sita didn't write Robin Bullock a letter, but along with her husband and Shivana, they drove 780 miles to Florida to a church international event in Alabama in order to see the Bullocks and Amanda Grace, and there they made it public. I took uh, Pastor Robin's hand, I gave her a big hug, and um, I sat down and I prayed and I remember just putting my hand up and saying, here I am, God, doing it. And uh, she submerged me in the water, and it was done. 
Sita has become a monthly supporter of Elijah's dreams. All the people that are on there that God used, He used them to reach me through Elijah's dreams. They have played an integral part of changing my life. And so I had to support Elijah's dreams for what they did for me and in the hopes that they will reach countless other people like me. Wow, is that not amazing? Wow. You probably didn't know that that drama no. was happening in, in your... I didn't. No, no. And, yeah. and, <laughs> Go ahead. Man, and you know, Amanda Grace was there that day. Her and Chris was there baptizing too. Really? Yeah. Was that yeah. A, some sort of a private thing or was it a big gathering? No, it was a public thing. I forget how, how many did we baptize that day. It was 300 or so Whoa. or more. In yeah. that little pool? Yeah, it was right out in the parking lot. We had these little swimming pools brought out, you know. <laughs> wow, that was such a I moving mean, story. I mean, yeah, and the, the, the guys, the guys that put this together, Warren, you're watching this right now. You did great, but so did your team. I don't. I think it might have just been Warren with, I couldn't tell because there's the, the camera work looked a little closer to one guy, but I, I also know the other guy was there, so I don't know for sure who did the camera work, but maybe it was all three of the guys. But if it Man. was, guys, did a good job of that story. Great storytellers. Isn't that fun to see the the, Man. the, the I had no idea. I had no idea. I was just... And she got you were first to make her mad, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> you first. But you know what? I've learned a lot with this one story because I'm thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't uh, it, my life before this story would have been, I don't know if we should go telling people that their gods are demons because they're gonna be offended. <laughs> that it, it started as an offense, and then she said they backed it with scripture. And it was so weird to me that she said the daughter, both the daughter and the mom said, as soon as I think it was Amanda said they were demons, it clicked. I mean, it was as if the thought never had occurred to them, and instantly they knew. <laughs> I love that. You I know, I was that. on a stream uh, in India the other day, just uh, oh, you were okay, couple, yeah, a couple days ago, and um. I said, I, I heard it come up in my spirit. And I said, there's only one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I said, the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I said, there's only one God and it's not Mohammed and it's not Allah and it's not Buddha and it's not Cali. And I you said, did, did. <laughs> yeah, I did, man, that nobody flinched, nobody moved, nobody reacted, but I said it. And, uh, was when this a Christian? Was, was this not a Christian channel or something? Or what? Yeah, was it? It, was, it was a Christian, uh, um, a minister that has a. He's he lives there. He's from there. He's okay. he's Indian, you know. Okay. And uh, but then at the end of it, but you know, I mean, you know who you're talking to, and you yeah. know the all the cultures watching. Yeah. And it can get dangerous in certain places. That maybe what they I think yeah, that may be the guy that I can't think of his name right now that I was on his show one time uh, last year sometime. It may have been the same one because Amanda and some of those have been on that show. Yeah, that's uh, his name is Arun. I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, has yeah, so, been on there. Amanda's on there. I'm on there a, a good bit, you know. And Oh, uh, you are. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I try to help. I, I just I want to reach india you know all i can and yeah 
I'm just about the nations of, you know, the world. I want to reach them. Well, that's, that's, that's so good to hear that. And people are hearing this go, you know, when you, when you go to a place, you'll fill up the venue. But when you agreed to go on that one thing, you're doing that by faith to help someone who's starting oh, yeah. off. You know, it's a fairly new show. I don't know exactly how new, a year or two, maybe. Uh, but you know that that's the beginning of amazing things. Well, I just wanted to really see the, I know you're probably watching this either live or on the replay, but see the, you and your daughter are so beautiful and your spirits are so beautiful. We just really congratulate you. Welcome, yeah. welcome you to the body of Christ. See that. And I, I forgot how to say the daughter. Oh, I'm that supposed was, to read this. That Isn't was that so great? Awesome. Uh, I was yeah. supposed to read this. Uh, Warren wrote this this morning. He said, just a few days after we filmed the story, Sita got a call from her father, Narad, N-A-R-A-D, Narad or Narad, who was entering hospice care. Sita had been estranged for a while. Some of that was because of she had left the, her faith. Um, right. But there might have been other things. Sita had been estranged for a while, so she was very happy to see him. She brought her pastor and a friend, the Patner, witness to her dad, Narad, and prayed over him, and Nared, with tears, accepted Jesus. Just five days later, wow. Nared died as a believer in Christ. Can you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, it's like this show, we could close the show today, and it was worth all that just that Oh, thing. my goodness, it was. Well, we're going to have a, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead no, no, go ahead. I'm, I defer to you. <laughs> I was just thinking about, uh, you talking about that man uh, stepped into eternity with jesus now he yeah. now he he's in heaven you know yeah. we'll see him one day and and we'll know all this story again you know and so uh good. but there was a there was a man i know who was uh he was a disc jockey on a local radio station over here in alabama and it's just a little am station and but but he he would preach and he'd preach and he'd preach on this station and people got to listening to him. They started following him and listening. And he was an older man. Well, a woman called him up and said, uh, my, my dad, they were Catholic. They were, they were Catholic. They had never, uh, they had never made Jesus the Lord of their life. They were just involved in religion, you know? And, uh, so he was dying and they said, what, what can we do brother Don? What can we do? He said, take the radio right now that's in the room and set it in the bed with him. And I'm going to lead him to Jesus right Whoa. here. Whoa. <laughs> they took the radio, set it in the bed with him. And the man accepted Jesus and prayed the sinner's prayer with the disc jockey on the radio wow. in the bed. And then he left this world. You know, I, I'm thinking of that, the whole thing about the, you, there's the swimming pool and bunches of people were getting baptized and you yeah. were all having a good time. But all the Lord did is he took one story in the, out of the midst yeah. of that whole thing and yeah. highlighted it. And yet that day was filled with hundreds of stories. Sure. But, but God, God will pick one and we're going to keep doing that. We're going to bring it to our viewers all the time. Man, in 2024, you know, that was so awesome though. I mean, that was the most awesome thing, that story. I just sat here and laughed. I was just laughing, you know, know. for joy, laughing in I'm the spirit. You're smiling sure. from, from side to side. I had a lot more fun. Than, <laughs> Doreen watched it the other day. I said, Doreen, my, you know, my wife, watch this because I had seen Warren had sent it to me early. 
And I think he might have had a couple of things he was going to polish it up with and was getting any, any uh -huh. last minute input. And she just said, Doreen said, I just sat here in tears streaming down. And for, for people who have been part of our family, the Elijah Streams family, also those yeah. of you on the Elijah list that became Elijah Streams as well. I mean, this is what, this is what you're accomplishing when you, when you partner with this ministry, wow. we are able That's to true. do this. Now we're able to send camera crews and get these stories. So, you know, you know, so. you know, I, and I was looking at the, the very first opening about the well, yeah, uh, that the new one that you showed. Yeah. And, and I was looking at that and, and, uh, man, it's, it's so moving. And I thought, you know, we have it made people watching have it made because just the basic necessity of clean water. Yeah. You can't live without water. And, and we have it made and look at the lives, just water, just a cup of water. Look what it did. And, and those children and their laughter and their smiles and, the, and putting it on their head. They never could. I mean, we have it made. Yeah. That whole thing about and, putting it on their head, they would never dare take fresh, clean water, or they, if they had to no. haul that all the way back to the home, they don't get to put that on their head, uh -uh. you know? No, so we, you know, I don't know. It just makes me want to do more, do more, yeah. do more, because, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. I mean, yeah. we, we have to be, reach out, you know, for the Lord, we just have to do that. Well, so anyway, excited. I appreciate I, it, Steve. Well, I, thanks for, uh, I'm, I'm glad we waited because I want to have you in on that. I figured you, you may not know the story, so I wanted to kind of pull No, but now, but now, the reason I thought I knew that name yeah. was that you had said something and mentioned that name, how, I don't know if it's somebody had got angry at me or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were talking about, and that's how I knew that name. Oh, that's how it was. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it was something you had said something about an email, but that was it. I didn't know anything. Well, else. and so fun because, and I played this, uh, Yvonne's in Australia right now. And I sent her that story and she showed it to her father. And she said, they're all in Australia watching the show where she was mentioned in that too. And she said they all sat there and tears streaming down their cheeks. And I mean, I this is so real. And we do a show and we thank each other for being, and then we go yeah. on and we, it's yeah. easy to, to get cavalier yeah. and not realize what's actually happening. That's uh, the truth. With, so it's amazing. And just, stuff, so. and just how big it is and how, what God is doing. Yeah. So what, well, I was going to just, well, you know, I don't have any particular question prepared, but you know, let me jump off on that. Has, has the Lord given you words about specific countries? Like I said, we just talked about India. We've been talking about Israel. Does does God give you words for a nation about what's going to happen? Or are you more, um, what would be the word, a SEAL team, where you go in and do strikes like you did in Israel? Or what? what how does God call you mostly? Well, you know, it's, it's something you should mention that. Because and now people think we plan this stuff, no, but we, we don't. You, and you know just, we don't. It's a brand new question that just came to me just now, so it's not planned. That's the truth. Uh, you know, this was what was said. I'm going to read a couple of these prophecies just because I it was just sent to me today. Okay. That I had said and that I had given these words. Now this was uh, October second, 2022. Okay. okay. This is what was said. God is. Uh, Okay. The Lord says, I will make one swing and I will take the two hands and bring the word. 
the living fiery word across the head of the dragon. And I will cut his head clean and lay it at your feet. And you will see him lay there. Do not faint and draw back at the sight of a dead dragon. For I am going to show you how I will shake China now. Wow. I am going to shake it because my people held in a uh, uh, held. I, I can't make this part out held there, but I'm going to slay the dragon and cut the chains off their arms. Oh, that's wow. what it is because of my people held in chains there, that is- but I'm going to slay the dragon and cut the chains off their arms and you will hear of revival. Yes, you will hear it before you see it. For the ground will begin to rumble in their dance and their shout and their praise. Now, that was October 2nd, 2022. Now, listen to this one, Steve. September 23rd this year, 2023. There will be things happen that will shake the nation, shake the world. Things happen that will shake China. So look for a shaking in China. For there will be a shaking in the natural, and it will show you what's happening in the spiritual. For it is going to shake, shake, shake. That was so weird that I did ask you that question. Do you ever get words? Mm, I don't think and, I've ever heard to give it. Go ahead, keep on. And a couple of days ago, and then suddenly it hits the news. You know, that massive earthquake just hit China. Oh, did I guess I didn't hear that one? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the only reason they somebody sent this to me. They said a. Uh, a, t- a massive earthquake just hit China, and it's um, it's, p- it's shaping up to be the most powerful one of the decade. Really, really. And so, um, uh, maybe some of your crew there can find a, a headline on it. But yeah. that, but that was given, and it was it was given in twenty two, and then again in twenty three, almost a year, almost a year, right? You know, September, and then to October, and. Um, it's, and it went on to say, I'll shake China, shake, shake it, shake it. Yeah. And, and you um, see, when, it, when you get it like that, I'll shake, shake, and shake it, sometimes that, that three times, mm-hmm. that either does it, that indicates how close it is or how many shakes it's going to have. What, well, how it could be that? how many shakes, but they're, they're dealing with aftermaths right now, you know, okay. aftershocks. But it also, you know, Joseph told Pharaoh, said, because it was given to you twice. He said, it's a sure thing. It's going to happen. And out of the mouth of two or three, let every word be established. So this was coming and there was no way out of it. And, um, and so anyway, I, I would love to see if somebody can find something. Yeah, on if you it guys find that. And are we talking about like overnight this happened? I, I, I guess, it? Steve, I, I'm telling you something that I just learned. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> you yeah. know, well, then, uh, uh, that's fascinating. I guess all this is recent. I mean, two days in. Here they found something. You see a date yeah. that says uh, December 19th. So two, two days. Two, yeah, two that's days it. Ago. That's it. And here's one 6.2 magnitude. China earthquake kills at least 116. Uh, nine, nine miles from Haldong, Queen. Queen uh, rescue underway is in the Gansu province. Wow. Uh, and it's just, I mean, on and on, this is one of the biggest wow. of, of the decade. And you heard what the Lord said. He said it twice. Yeah. September of 22 and October of 23. 
And he warned everybody. He said, it's coming. Wow. And right a couple of days ago, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. My fam my family, our roots, not, what kind of roots? My father was born as a missionary child in uh, Shanghai, uh, wow. China. So he's, I don't, I, as far as how citizenship, I doubt he was a citizen. A citizen, but uh, they were yeah. there until just as communism was coming in, they had to flee back here just before World War II. And mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting. They I remember they tell a story where they said, "When you will you come back after the war?" And my grandmother said, "Oh, well, of course we would come back, but surely the Lord will will return before that." That was, of course, the thinking of it's so bad yes. has to come. And now, what's that been? Seventy, eighty yeah. years, something mm -hmm. like that. So, but. Yeah, my father, my grandfather spoke fluid, uh, fluent Chinese. Wow. In fact, he was with, now, of course, that the, the, the leadership of China was Chiang Kai-shek just before they left. Chiang Kai-shek flees to Taiwan. Now, of course, this is the nation where Xi says, I'm taking it back, and he's, he's probably going to take it back. Mm -hmm. um, but my father, my grandfather was a friend of the leader of China. He fixed his ham radio for him. So <laughs> wow. you know, probably wouldn't want to go to go to mainland China and said, hey, I'm with Chiang Kai-shek because he's he's persona non yeah, I, I saw a so, sign. I saw a sign today on somebody's vehicle that says when all else fails, ham radios work. You know, it is. That's the truth. It yeah. The truth. And, you know, Lester Summerall preached a lot through ham radio like that. It you know, really. yeah. You know, and I'll tell you, Steve, the. Um, you talk about nations. Now, see, you didn't know I had just gotten that. Not at all. But I had asked when I heard about the earthquake, I said, did I say anything about that? Because I don't remember if I give a prophetic word like that yeah. a lot of times. And they sent me that. Well, that's obviously right on what happened. And it was warned right up until October, you know. <laughs> and Crazy. so, um, and, but it was talking about revival. It was talking about slaying a dragon. It was talking about all that. Well, nations, nations, uh, you know, I was going to talk to you about this, the last Elijah uh, Streams we did together. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And, uh, but nations, you know, Proverbs 11, 1 says this. It says a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. It's all capitals, Lord. That's talking about God and his government of seed and harvest. A false balance is a, an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. See, in order for Satan to create a, a something and in order for the Antichrist to come into the world, just so that people will know what we've been battling, yeah, and yeah. and then I'd like to before we go off the air, I'd like to address something about Christmas, okay. if we can. Yeah, uh, but but since you're talking about nations, a false balance, the scripture says, well, the enemy and for the antichrist to come into the earth, a false balance has to be created. See, every generation of the church has had an opportunity to resist the antichrist. Every one of them, just like every generation has had an opportunity to bring the king back. Well, uh, the victorious church is the church that is able to keep the Antichrist out on their watch. That's the victorious church. I mean, because he's trying to push in and he's been trying to push in for how long now? 
ever since uh, the seed of the serpent was prophesied. That's what he's been trying to do. You can see it in Nimrod. You can see it in Nero. You can see it in Hitler. You can see it in Mussolini. You can see it in, in Paul Potts. You can see it in all these people. He's trying to push it in. But see, what he did was, is he always had, he would always raise up an antichrist type person and give them an army and let them march through the lands, but people okay. would resist. They'd always resist. So he figured out something because you have to remember the enemy don't know anything about the wisdom of the manifold wisdom of God until he hears the church preach. Hmm. Ephesians 3.10 says the manifold wisdom of God is only known by the depth, by principalities when they hear the church preach. They don't have any revelation knowledge. They have to hear you speak it. And then when you speak it, they, they believe it more than the church believes it. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. You never, yeah. So he, he's not going around saying, I know how God is, you know, he'll do this and then he'll be smart <laughs> and he'll do that. He, he, he's like deaf and dumb yeah. and stupid regarding all of that. Right. Well, he has no revelation. Yeah. See, God is a revelation. God, everything's done by revelation knowledge. Mm. Man is a revelation being man was created in a revelation. It's a revelation of God himself. When God created man, he wasn't manufacturing a man. He was reproducing himself in the earth. He was creating a family that he could fellowship with. He was creating his heirs. It's all about heirs. Yeah. And Satan wanted to, he wanted to seize that inheritance. He always wanted to that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Jesus gave the parable and said that a man had a vineyard and lent it out to these husbandmen and so forth. And, yeah. and then when it come time to send somebody to get his share of the prophets, he said that he would send his servants. That's the prophets. Okay. The prophets would go. And he said he would send the prophets to, to the religious world. Remember, he's talking to Pharisees, right? And he said he he lent it out to them, and he would send his servants to get his share. And he said when they saw his servants, some of them they beat, mm. some of them they killed. And he would keep sending them, and they'd beat some and kill others. Well, he's talking about the prophets. Then he finally said, "This I will send my son." And he said, "When my son comes, they'll reverence him." So he sent his son and the, the wicked men looked at each other and said, look, there's the heir. Let's kill him and we'll seize on his inheritance. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, that's what he's talking about. And it's always been about heirs and it's always been about Satan wanting to seize on that inheritance. He wants to be a man and he can't be. Well, he starts to push him. He's trying to push an antichrist regime into the earth. Well, he, he figures out that giving a king an army and marching across the land just ain't going to cut it hmm. because we resist, <laughs> you know, people all around the world resist just like they resisted Hitler. So what he has to do is he finally realizes that a, a balance has to be created. And he, he's probably heard it preached. God and his system of government, the balance. 
And so Isaiah 40 says, when God created the earth, said he meted out the heavens with a, a nine inch span. That's from right here to right here. And now it tells you that God measured the, the heavens with a nine inch span. So what, is that? what does that mean? What does that, I mean, well, he's, I'm saying it, what I'm saying here, people go, what does that mean? <laughs> <Tell me> that. <laughs> it says he created, he measured out, meted out the heavens with this nine inch span. The Hebrew says, he said he calculated all the water, all the moisture in existence in the hollow of his hand. What do you know? Like and he said, he set up balances and he said, the nation's, were drops in the buckets of the balance where he weighed all the mountains. He weighed all the hills. In other words, he's calculating, creating everything. And this is where we get the phrase. He holds the whole world in his hand, a nine inch span. Well, my span is almost nine inches from here to here is just almost nine inches. Okay. So now that gives you an idea of the size of God's hand. It's not some monstrous looking thing. You're in his image and you're in his likeness. So he, in his brilliance, it says the Holy Ghost calculated all the earth in a nine inch and the universe in a nine and a half inch span or nine inch span, cut the water in the hollow of his hand weighed the mountains and the scales of the balance Hmm. and the nations were put in the buckets of the balance. So see, everything is in his government of balance. Everything's weighed. And so the enemy realized I've got to create a balance to weigh the nations. That's where the war in Ukraine came from to create a false balance. And if you'll notice Ukraine was a false balance. Do you mean in the sense of someone says, well, he's got his thumb on the scale. He's creating a false balance. That's a false balance. If you put your thumb on the scale when no one's looking, is it that mm-hmm. the enemy's kind of trying to uh, push harder on something that he's supposed to have the right to do? What- well, it would be, it would be more like this. Okay. Yes, that's true. The thumb on the scale, but watch this. When the Ukraine farce began not that people didn't die but it was a manufactured thing and you think about it a balance of the ukraine all the nations are in the bucket of the balance isaiah 40 says yeah so satan had to create a balance in order to weigh the nations and so he started this mess about ukraine yeah an actor is over the nation Yeah. Everything, you know, like I do, everything just don't add up in that war. Yeah. Okay. Here is the thing, you know, and I've said this over and over and over, Steve. I said, you know, you're dealing with Russia here. Russia is the second most powerful military in all the world next to us. So next to the U S if, and Russia has all this nuclear arsenal. (laughs) If Russia wanted the Ukraine and they really wanted it. And the war started on Friday, they'd have it Monday. That's just about the way that would work. If that's what they wanted. Right. And I mean, you know, that, yeah. uh, that brings up to memory that people were saying 
they were supposedly dissing Russia because when they invaded, they were using their old armaments, their old bombs, then their non-smart bombs. Supposedly that was the accusation. I don't know if it's true or not, but they probably had a whole bunch of extra stuff they were just laying around they didn't even need. And so they were using that. In other words, they have a lot of really smart weaponry, and I don't think they needed to use a lot of it. I don't know. Those are some thoughts. Well, you know, like I do, there's a lot of videos yeah. that credible people have shown that that uh, the way Russia's acting in the Ukraine and the way the mainstream news shows it's completely different. And uh, they, there's even video where Russia was handing out flats of water to the citizens, to really? people. And, and Putin said the whole time, he said, they've got chemical weapons on my border. He said, they've got them up here on my border. He said, I can't let them unleash that in, in here. And, you know, he's the one that said, he said, why do you people in the Ukraine want to let these Nazis use yeah. you as human shields? And some of those Ukrainian symbols are Nazi symbols. Yeah. And remember, it was Biden, Joe Biden and them that had all that going on in the Ukraine way before any of this ever started. And so they have all this up, up on the border. And it seemed like Russia would take... I heard one guy say he, they would take uh, one step forward and three back because they didn't want to start World War III. So you have to ask yourself a question. What's going on? Yeah. There is a spiritual force in play that people don't ever put together. The Antichrist has to have a balance. He knows that the nations are in the balance. So the Ukraine mess was started. And watch this, Steve. Now, this is undeniable. Every nation on the earth was being judged by how they treated the Ukraine. Every nation. Did you notice that? Every what, nation. Do you you mean, either support them or you're bad. Well, yeah, because yeah, and, and some, I, I got early on, people, Elijah Streams people got early on. Johnny was one of them that was saying, yeah. it's not what you think. It's not what you yeah. think. You know, you think that poor Ukraine and I, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it was that was the essence of his revelation. It's not what you think. Uh, well, and and see, it's you live in the time of illusion. Yeah. Now the the precious people there. Yeah. Uh, that really died. They're the reality in the reality show. Would do you know? Uh, I mean, where the, depending on who says what news, I mean, supposedly that that. Ukraine's army, actual armies, has been decimated, but that, uh, but there, there haven't been that many civilian deaths. But I don't know how many compared. I don't know what the reality well, is. You know, and and all of that. Of course, I'm headed for another end in this conversation. Okay. Because yeah. I, what I want you to see, and what I want the viewers to see, is the balance was created. Okay. Isaiah 40 talks about the nations are in the buckets and they're weighed okay. in the balance. Okay. So a false balance has to be created in order to weigh all the nations. And for a long time after this Ukraine thing started, everybody's flying. We support the Ukraine. We do this. We do that. We do that. We do the other. And if anybody didn't support that, the news condemned them and blasted them. Did That's you notice that? Absolutely. Oh, you're not supporting that. Ukraine. What What do you mean? You've got to do this. You've yeah, got to... it'd be it'd be at the Oscars. It'd be at the Emmys. It'd be in the yeah. awards. It'd be in the Grammys. Right. It'd be you know, and it make me want to see. Get... They were weighing the nations in a yeah. false balance. Yeah. 
Now, watch what happened. Now, you got to see this. Once the viewers see this, then we move on to something else here. Watch this. You ready? Yep. <laughs> so, and it's not funny. It's just the way things work. You just, you're in awe of it a lot of times, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why I'm laughing. I get, I do. No, but so. I mean, it's just like, it's not funny, haha. It's funny, strange, no. or it's funny, odd. Yeah. yeah that's it. It's that kind of laughter. That's right. Yeah. And it's, so you've got this, you know, um, it's not, it's not funny like I'm laughing at your M&M's display behind me. <laughs> yeah, it's not that kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty cool. John noticed that. Yeah. And, and anyway, um, so here's the false balance. Everybody was being condemned that didn't support the Ukraine. Yeah. Now watch this. Israel wouldn't speak out against Russia, against the Ukraine. And they just wouldn't do it. Well, now you got to stop and think about it a minute. Syria's, uh, Russia's right on their border, right there. Yeah. Now, I, now, let's just let this all just start, you know, making sense. And so the actor over the Ukraine spoke out against Israel and said, why don't you condemn Russia? Why don't you condemn Russia? Israel wouldn't say anything. Okay, they're trying to weigh Israel in the balance. Yeah, I see. Okay, so all at once, Israel won't say anything. Now watch what happens. And I'm just going to say this right now, unless the Lord gives me more leave. There's only one balance that the nations are weighed in in the Scripture. It's Israel. Israel is the balance, not Ukraine. Yeah. Israel is the balance of the nation, Steve. The yeah. Valley of Jehoshaphat is all about how you treat Israel. Everything's about sheep and goat nations, all about Israel. It's Israel is the balance. And all the nations are weighed according to how they treat Israel. And then all at once, this war, this battle with Israel breaks out. And Hamas does what it does. And everything breaks out all over the world. They didn't expect this to happen. They didn't expect this war to take place. And all who's of a sudden, they, when you say who's they, the 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 globalist agenda that's trying to that's trying to push the Antichrist into the earth. Oh, I, I would have thought you would have concluded that they brought this on wanting to have World War Three, but you're not saying that. Uh-uh. Okay. They didn't mean it to start. I'm convinced they were going to make Israel bow the knee at peace. Okay. By wringing them with pressure. And Hamas jumped like a wild wolf when they were given, when all of a sudden Iran got $6 billion in armament that's just, they couldn't have. None of these rogue nations could have that armament. Maybe we'll, someday we'll talk about where it came from. I said it the whole time. When you're and saying that, that what well, you're saying, Israel is not going to allow them to have this armament. They can't. Israel is, uh, they're being attacked with, with weapons that came from this country. Really? Now you got to ask yourself where they got it from. Where in the world did Hamas get that many 10,000 uh, uh, rockets or however many they fired? They didn't mean this to start. But when, when a false balance was made, yeah. then the real balance came out on the scene. 
And now it's not how you treat Ukraine, Steve. It's how you treat Israel. Have you noticed that? Ukraine yeah. is all but yeah. forgotten. Yeah, no one's talking about Ukraine anymore. No. Israel's, uh, yeah. and they won't even fund it. They start saying, we, and then all at once, we got to send money to help Israel. Even all those who wanted Israel to fall and wanted them to bow the knee, they can't afford to come out against them right now because hideous terrorists mutilated people when they came across that border. And yeah. now all the nations are forced to be weighed in the balance of Israel, the true balance. And if yeah. you don't treat Israel right, the whole world is, is coming down on you. Have you noticed yeah. that? Whether yeah. they want to or not, yeah. they have to. Well, you have to, you have presidents of uh, universities uh, resigning because they didn't handle Israel correctly. They're being weighed. Yeah. Everything's being weighed on the just balance. Ukraine was a false balance. Israel is the true balance. That's the true balance. That's the place where the Lord came. That's where he was born. That's where everything happened. That's the cradle of all life. That's the place where in Genesis 5, when, when the, the genealogies is told, and Adam begot Seth, and Seth begot Enos, Enos begot Kayan, and Kayan begot Mahalalel, all the way to Noah, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Jared, all these people comes down to Noah. Take all those Hebrew names, and those Hebrew names, the meanings of them together say, uh, for, for ma man's sorrow, there will be appointed for man's sorrow a substituted mortal. The great God will come down out of heaven teaching and at his death will bring the despairing rest. That's what all those names mean together. It wow. tells the whole story. And that is the gospel that was preached to Abraham before time. When it says in the New Testament, God preached the gospel to Abraham before time. That was it. It was knowing the meaning of those names is how Noah found out a flood was coming. Really? And he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. He saw the meanings of the name and found grace. Him and Methuselah found it together more than likely because he was the last living man that knew Adam, the last living one. And when Methuselah and so, died, that was just, you're saying it was, it was Moses? I mean, um, Noah was the Noah. last? Yeah, Noah's probably the one that buried him. Oh, wow. See, what you have to, what people don't know is, is Methuselah's name also means when he is dead, it will come. Really? Yeah. And if you take, I, I'll give you a real quick Bible uh, college yeah. thing here, Steve. Yeah. Okay. We got, yeah. <laughs> now That's that is something we went from politics. Yeah. Well, but, this is what we do, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but see, it became the nation is the balance because yeah. that's where he came. So everything is weighed by Israel, not Ukraine. The well, it never made that. sense to me that it never made sense to me that Ukraine was part of any equation. What's Ukraine? It's just Ukraine. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a false balance. Yeah. Crazy to weigh nations, but that don't fly because when the nations are going to be weighed, Israel has to be on the scene. Because yeah. that's what that's the balance in which they're all weighed. Okay. Israel is like the tithe of the nations. However, they treat that place, 
However, they treat the Israel in the city of the great king determines even in the millennial reign whether nations will have reign or not. Think of that. So let's say that, yeah, yeah, don't go and up, so they don't go up, yeah, yeah, and so see, it's all about Israel. So mm -hmm. when Israel became the balance, now all the nations, whether they want to be or not, they have to support them, or they do this in the balance. <laughs> you know, they they're they're weighed, and they're being judged. Uh, okay, okay, I bet I'm 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 headed off on another. I better settle this part first. Okay. No, go yeah. ahead. What'd you go? Well, say? no, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the whole thing, and I. You know, it, the whole thing with Israel is confusing because I get it. One thousand percent is Israel. And yet we know there's some we, we talked about last time. There's some fake Jews in there that were never appointed by God. And they said, I thought Revelation 3, 8, some say that they're Jews and they're not. But you're saying that this that uh, no one was planning or expecting this war and yet no. it broke out against them. It no. feels like if, if that's the case. It sounds a little bit like one of those hooks in the jaw thing where God says, I'll put a hook in their jaw, drag them down against my nation. And those, okay. yeah, you know, something like that. Okay. Well, what about this? Okay. Okay. Remember when the war, this, and the, the Lord in prophecy to me called it a battle that Israel went into. <clears throat> you can go back and listen. He said, a war, a war. He said, a battle. In other words, it it's was more a like battle. a skirmish. It's more like a skirmish instead of a. Yeah, I mean, on. Israel do. I mean, they say they're at war, but the Lord said it was a battle. Hmm. In other That's words, it's not distinction, right? Yeah. In other words, the Lord's not giving it the war title. No, That's but it. if this is a battle, imagine what the war will look like. Oh, man. And so, <clears throat> but Israel has to be brought on the scene and they forced the real scales to weigh nations to be brought out. If, if they hadn't, if the real scales hadn't been brought out, the false balance of the Ukraine, remember all the, all the, the Antichrist had to do, all Satan had to do to bring it into one, a one world government is get rid of three people, three, because all the other nations are on board. Get rid of three. It was Benjamin Netanyahu. Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. That's the you, three that would resist are, are a one world the, regime. Are, are you saying the globalists were trying to affect that? Those the, getting rid of oh, those yeah. three. Okay. Yeah, I'm convinced of it. Uh, yeah, I am too. And say they had to get rid of three, because think about it, Steve. That's the only three yeah. that would stand in the way of a one world regime. Yeah. That an antichrist could do. Why do you think uh, Klaus Schwab says the 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 stupid things he says now and Noah Harari gives these wild prophecies and they're not considered a joke anymore. They thought they had it together. They thought it was all about to happen. And when that false balance came in, that's when they pushed in with full steam, all these globalists, they had the red sea summit. They had the 10 green commandments. They had all these things, the United Nations were employing witches to help them access a portal on Sinai. They were doing all of these things. And then all at once, Israel comes on the scene. And, 
and the false balance. And Netanyahu comes back. He That's comes right. back. Yeah. They never expected him to come back. Remember, it was uh, it was unprecedented. They said, "What was it? Five times now?" Yeah, and he so comes back, and he was even sick. Yeah, remember, yeah. nobody knew it, but the Lord gave a prophecy. I remember saying it, and you remember it. He said, "I'm going to heal it, your body." Yeah. So, and he and he got well, and it was his heart, and he got well, and he's fighting this thing, and so. He came back. Donald Trump, you know, like I do, was fraudulently put out of office. Now, right. now, does absolutely. it take a rocket scientist to know that? It doesn't that? even take elementary school if you're paying attention. But, you know. <laughs> no. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, he was, of course, the votes were manipulated and all this fraudulent crap. Right. And they, they got him out of office. But he's still the president recognized by heaven right now. All right, now watch. So they've got to get rid of him. But Netanyahu, they did him the same way. Remember, it was it was rigged and got Netanyahu out of office. Yeah. But I remember prophets called him back. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I even had a time, this is before I even knew you, I was bedridden in the uh, late, like 2011, 12, somewhere in there. And this spirit came on me one night. Uh, again, I wasn't even getting out of bed during the day. I was that sick for four years. And I started calling out Netanyahu. And I'm not a prophet or the son of one, but that spirit came on me. And I'm calling Netanyahu back. And it was yeah. stunning to me. I thought, what is that? I hadn't even met you yet. It'd be a couple more years. Before Isn't that amazing? Yeah. See, it was, it was in the spirit yeah. and, and the Lord, you know, there was a, I can't speak for other prophets, but I know I stood on the stage and called Netanyahu back. Yes, you did. Yeah. I remember that. You said, start walking back. Yeah. It, well, I told Trump to start walking back. Okay, I told so Netanyahu, I said, you're a prophet. You're a prophet. Yes, Come on did. back. Come on back now. Yeah. And sure enough, buddy, he did. He came back. Yeah. And then I told Trump in the same, uh, I don't know if it was the same day. Or it, was, it was really, really close. Was, if it wasn't the same day, it was very, very close. And you said, start walking mm -hmm. back. That was the one you were referring to. It. Yeah, yep. we played that. We even played that one time back. Mm -hmm. We showed our people that you had said, start walking back. Yeah, I said, start walking back toward your chair. Yeah. That's and right. Well, that, that denotes a campaign. Start it moving does. back. Yeah. Well, notice... Uh, they thought they had gotten rid, rid of Netanyahu. So Satan thought he had him out of office. Yeah. Boom. But he comes back. He got Trump out of office. And he's still fighting tooth and nail every day to keep him up back out of that office. Why are they every trying day. Hard? But see, they could get rid of them too with manipulating votes. But they could never get rid of Vladimir Putin by well, and then they kept votes. saying just they, that doesn't mean that they didn't try. They they started putting out uh, press releases that uh, that Vladimir Putin wasn't really him anymore. He had already he had cancer, or this was a <laughs> this was a lookalike, a body double that was pretending that he was, that he was really gone. And they just kept saying that time after time, and they finally gave up because it wasn't taking, and it wasn't true. Yeah, and see, and here is the thing. They couldn't go into Russia and manipulate votes and get rid of Putin. No. But they could create a war in Ukraine 
and make his own people get rid of him yeah. and make the whole world come down on him and, and kill him or get rid of him. And you see that coup tried to happen. They tried to kill him. Yeah. And it was because three people have to be dealt with in order for that one world government to move into power. Yeah. And they're having a hard time with it. And they sure enough are having a hard time when the real balance of the scale came out. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Well, what and Israel started. They're having a hard time. I mean, and I'm, I do a lot because I don't only, I have some patriots that come on the show as you, as you know, too, but I mean, uh, there's, it seems like they keep the deep state globalists, whoever we say, they keep coming up to the stuff and then it fails. And then, it, but at some point, I don't even know what question to ask. Are they about to give up or are they about to be taken down? What, what, what is God showing you about this whole deep state thing? Are we well, this close to taking the deep state down or do we have a long well, way see, to go? Here's the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether more than likely everything will go underground for a while because, um, and the Democrat party will probably even be, uh, go underground. I saw that a long time ago, but it would be an underground. Like they would call themselves something else. Try to redefine themselves. Yeah. yeah, And even if they call themselves that they'll try to rebrand their, you know, their ideology, yeah. whatever it may be. But it would all be but, fake. In other words, they would retain their same exact values. They're just trying to pre- identify right. themselves differently to hide. That's right. Okay. Remember, re- well, there's all kinds of prophecies. Remember when I, when I said that, I said, do not trade Roe v. Wade yeah. for gun control. Don't trade that. I said, don't trade that. And, and sure enough, the same day Roe v. Wade was overturned, the the underlying thing said red flag laws passed on <laughs> gun gun laws. So I mean, so are you they saying they, they they did? You're saying yeah, they it traded it. Okay, because it wasn't sure. a full on it wasn't a full on trade. It's like they got another big piece, right? They traded it in. They traded abortion in name only. You think about it. All the states that were performing abortions are still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but what, it the, did, but what it did is it did allow some a lot of states to finally make it illegal or something. Well, know yeah, but some, what what it probably actually did was just for now kept the federal government from funding any of it. And then know. people then go to if they want an abortion, they just go to another state. They go to the same pl- places that was doing it. The very same states that were doing it and have was a big supporter are still doing it. Yeah. It was only very few like Alabama that stopped. But, but you I know. mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Some states like Alabama did stop altogether. But, but Alabama was almost stopped anyway. I see what you're saying. Okay. You know, and it was a big trade off and you heard what Biden said right after that. He said, we'll figure out a way to get it back. We'll, we'll still get it done. I mean, you know, but see, okay. Okay. We're in a time of illusion. And so what's happening is, is when the real scales, I wish I had a pair, I got it pictured in my mind, holding them right here. But if, but the real scales of Israel was brought out 
And when it was, then all of a sudden the nations are dropped in the bucket and they're weighed now by the one nation, Israel. Whether they like it or not, they're weighed by Israel, how they're going to treat Israel. And when it came up for funding, you know, they said, we're going to fund Israel. Well, Biden and all of them scream, let's fund Ukraine. No, they're not going to do it. We've got to fund Israel because that's the balance. Yeah. Okay. So Satan thought, well, he had Netanyahu gone, but he comes back. He thinks, well, I got Trump gone, but look what's happening. He's coming back. Then he said, I got to get rid of Putin. So he'll create hate on a false balance and make the world get rid of Putin. Hmm. Everybody's going to get rid of him, but he's still there. And so you're looking at these three that, okay, this is what I was going to say. Remember when this Hamas thing and these animals, which they're nothing but demons. Hamas is a demon. Hmm. It's just a devil of hell, man. Remember when they blew that hospital up yeah. during this thing. Yeah. And they blamed it on Israel. Yeah. Remember they blew it up, blamed it on Israel. And Israel said, we didn't do that. Yeah. Said we have video that proves we didn't do that. It was a, it was a Hamas rocket that went somehow or, or whether they did it on purpose. I don't know. But he said, so do you remember this report? Putin comes in and and contacts Netanyahu and says to Israel, if you've got video proof that you didn't blow that hospital up, I need to see it. And I they didn't produced realize he did it. He did, and they did, huh? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and now I, I don't know if he did it personally, had his government do it, but they yeah. this was in the news now. They said, we want to see it. If you didn't do it, we want to see video proof. Well, why? Because they were putting probably pressure on him from his allies to do something. And, and Putin didn't want to do something. He's a bear with a hook in his jaw. He don't want to do something. Yeah. And so he says, if you've got proof that you didn't do it, I want to see it. And when they produced it, it was like, so it's like that 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 brought some peace between the two right there. Well, it, it got him out of it. He don't yeah. have to do nothing. He didn't have to attack Israel because of that uh -huh. or, or come against it. That's no, because he don't want to do that right now. He don't want to do that. Remember, when he does it, it's a hook in his jaw. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, when Russia does it. So you've got, you've got all this going on. And when the real balance scales was brought out, it brought the focus of the world back where the Messiah came because that's where everything is answered. Everything has to be answered right there. Everything. And so, you know, I was talking to you a while ago about the genealogies. Yeah. If you take, say, Adam lived 930 years and he died, but it says he lived so long and he begot a son in his own image, in his own likeness named Seth which means a substitute. Okay. If you had say this ink pen and it's a, it's a 12 inch ruler. Let's okay. just say we got a 12 inch ruler here. If you was to put Adam, Seth, Enos, Kayanan, Mahalalil, all the way down to Noah on, on a one foot ruler, 12 inches. And you came up 
and you put every inch is a hundred years, every inch. Yeah. You come up to where Adam, how old he was an inch and however long, how old he was when he had Seth. Then you start Seth's ruler from there and go up. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? Uh Right. You go up the ruler, however long it would be when he, however old he was when he had Enos and you start Enos's ruler there. So you're going to end up with these rulers like this, like this, like this, and it's kind of going to go up like that. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah, right. <clears throat> All right, you get to Noah. Say you're at Noah. Yeah. Okay. You get to there and you take the another yardstick and turn it this way from Noah's life. Yeah. And run it all the way back across the line. You'll find that every man in that line knew each other except Noah. He was the only one that never knew Adam. Everybody else was contemporary with Adam. All of them knew him. Wow. All of them. Think about it, Steve. All of them knew him. Crazy. And so he could, they could all go see Grady Great Grandpa Adam and he could talk to them. Now he probably had a little convincing to do after so many generations that hundreds of people standing around and he says, I'm the first man. And they just argue with him. They might Mm. tell him, well, you look older than everybody else, but how do we know? And finally Adam gets frustrated and pulls his shirt up and he don't have a navel because he wasn't born. That's interesting. I did. I heard you say that once and I'd never thought that up. Why would he have a, a, a a placeholder? No, there was no, there'd be no, you have to be born to get that. Oh, isn't that interesting? He was created and his wife was brought out of his side. So they don't have navels. They're just, (laughs) what do you know? And so, and so, but Adam knows something and he's searching. Every name tells about the Messiah that's coming and it gives another piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And the day will come when he will come there and he came to Israel. And he came and was born in Bethlehem and the prophets prophesied it. They said it, they said it, they said it. Isaiah said it. Uh, it kept being said, 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 and, and the, the address got more and more pinpointed all the way down the line until suddenly Gabriel appears to Mary. And when he does, he tells her what's going on. And uh, if you could hear that message, Krista preached at the church last Sunday on Mary. Oh, it's a, it's absolutely amazing. And so anyway, then that night when he was born all at once, angels broke through from the other side. They had been held back from men all this time. See, the scripture says that on the, on the seventh day, God finished his, the heavens and the earth and, and all the host of them. There was a host of angelic beings created that day. Oh, interesting. To help and serve men. But when Adam sinned, they were just helpless. They couldn't do anything. All you see is Gabriel and Michael and people like that coming. And uh, our angels like that. This host, there was a whole army 
heavenly army that Adam had at his disposal that he couldn't get to anymore. But the night, the last Adam was born, they broke through the atmosphere and they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men, not, not, uh, uh, among or not in men. It's toward them. The war's over. You're not at war with God now. You're not at yeah. war with God. Yeah. He's been born and power was unleashed in this earth. But see, the scripture says in Revelation 19.10, it says that um, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. In other words, anytime you see a testimony of Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit prophesying. Every time you see a testimony of him, there's a prophecy embedded in it. Okay, let's look at this right here, Steve, real quick. Say Luke uh, chapter 2. I read that every Christmas morning to my family. Before nice. one gift is open, wow, makes nice. no difference. You can, nobody opens a gift until they read that story. Love and it. so, I love that. Oh, and we were, I was doing that one morning. I had a silver lab in those days. I kept him till he was about 18, somewhere so around I didn't there. Even know there was such thing as a silver lab. Yeah, they're, they're rare. Okay. And, and uh, oh, he was gorgeous, man. He wow. had yellow eyes. Hmm. And he was, uh, his name was Windsor, Sir Windsor Bullock. That was his name. <laughs> and uh, he was a magnificent dog. And so, anyway, I was reading the Christmas story and he come in and set up right by me and the power of God came on me. And I, and, and I got this revelation from the Christmas story and we was praising God and we got caught up in it. And I reached wow. over and laid my hands on Windsor's head and he fell out in the middle. Of the <laughs> it's on serious? video, man. You oh can my see goodness. it. He just, I, I put know, my hand on his head. He was just one of those. Like, if it was one of those fainting goats, I would. That'd be. I believe it. But this one is harder to believe. Brother. But I do believe it. it yeah, it's all video. The power of the spirit. Oh, I'd love to see that. I yeah. believe it though, man. Okay. <laughs> now, Did you guys crack up? By the way, when oh happened? yeah, we you. I forget how we reacted on the video, but you yeah. can see it. And we got <laughs> so caught up, we forgot about opening gifts, and yeah, <laughs> you know, we were. But anyway. Let's, uh, if you look at Luke two, okay. Okay. It's the Holy ghost. And that's a testimony of Jesus. So it's the Holy spirit prophesying. The Holy ghost is prophesying, Steve. Yeah. Listen to this. Okay. It starts out this way. And it came to pass that in those days, there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Okay. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria and all went to be taxed everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. 
They were so afraid they were sore, Steve. Wow. And the angel said unto them, fear not for look, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you that you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, the army of the host, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. Now, I want you to listen to this. It's the Holy Ghost prophesying. Think about this. During that time right there, one thing the angel told them was, was this. He said, this will be a sign to you. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. How is that a sign that he's the Christ? It's this way. Because the, the, the stable that night, you and I know, number one, you got to ask yourself something. Why was Jesus born in a stable? Why was he born in a stable? The king of all born in a stable. It's because all sacrifices are born in a stable. All of them. All the lamb sacrifices are oh, born. Oh, I see. Oh, interesting. Okay. And the shepherds were keeping the temple sacrifices, the temple sheep out there. Okay, then you've got this. You'll find him wrapped in swaddling clothes. This was Mary's wrapping that she would have worn so that she would have clean linen had she died on that trip. They could have buried her in clean linen and swaddling clothes. So she wrapped him in grave clothes from head to toe. He's in a cave. The, the stable is a cave. Right. And the manger is a stone slab that is hollowed out. So you're going to find the babe wrapped in grave clothes in a cave, laying on a stone slab. And he wow. said, that'll be a sign to you. What wow. sign that his birth will prophesy the way he'll die. His very wow. birth will be the prophecy. It's like past predicts free future kind of a thing. Yeah. Of how wow. he's going to die. Wow. And so, and so he, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so he's, he's now he showed and how did he die? He was crucified. He was wrapped in linen, laid in a cave on a stone slab, exactly the way he was born. And so they saw the way he was born. That was a sign. Now, during that time, Steve, what happened? Well, during that time, you see the government got involved in hindering God's people. Did you notice that the decree went out from Caesar? So the government was involved. Then you come on down and you find out uh, not only was the government involved, but this was a time it said that the time came when Mary should be delivered. So this is the time of deliverance. When the government gets involved to harm and to hinder God's people, deliverance is at hand. Hmm. The time for deliverance is showing up. The next thing is, is the shepherds were keeping their flocks at night. In other words, it was in a dark time when government was involved, oppressing God's people, that the shepherds were watching over their flocks during this dark time. And so then at that, you see the angels start getting involved. Now there's a heavenly army unleashed to help in this situation. All right. The next thing is you see here that there was a fear not. Great fear had come up on the earth. And God had to send a word that said, fear not. So here here you have it. You have the fear not. You have 
and and uh, you have the government involved. You have you have uh, God's people. Time for them to be delivered. You have shepherds watching over their flock during the dark time. You have fear, great fear in the earth. God's trying to say, fear not. A prophecy is being given. It's a time of great prophecy about Jesus and what he's going to accomplish. But watch this. If you read it in Matthew 2, then you got Herod showing up. Herod, Jesus called him a fox. He was an illegitimate king was in the earth during that time. It was an illegitimate leader of a nation that was in the earth at that time. And so he was a jackal. You get over to Matthew chapter two, and it tells this part of the story. Now, I'm trying to do this as fast as I can. Again, great. So you get, wow. You get over here, Matthew chapter two, and listen to what it says in Matthew two, man. It tells the story this way. It says, and when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of the jackal, in the days of Herod, there was a, there was a revival. Oh, you got to think about it. In the days of Herod, the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Now we've got to shorten it quickly. You see these wise men coming from Babylon. That's where they came from. They, they see the star. The, the wise men, it's told as a separate story because they wasn't at the, sh- at the stable. They wasn't right. at the stable. Yeah. They showed up, watch this, about 18 months or two years later. Yeah. And they went to his house. And so it says that they saw the star when he was born. Now here they start out because they had the writings of Daniel and Isaiah and they had these writings. And so they start out and it's, it is um, said that they were bringing Daniel's wealth to him. And so here they come across from Babylon. They're magi, they're kings, they're stargazers. They're very wealthy. And they didn't come with three guys, a black guy, white guy, and a Chinese guy. (laughs) There wasn't three guys. There were three gifts. Yeah. But if you really study it out, you'll find out that there was about 40 to 75 magi and about 400 soldiers that came with them. And they're bringing wagon loads of gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Oh, are you serious? And, And they're... This is why the scripture says about 18 months or two years later, they arrived in Jerusalem. Now watch this. So they followed the star and it must have disappeared about three days out, but they just kept going the same direction. They saw it last because they hadn't saw the star again after that because it disappeared after his birth and so forth. So they don't, they, they just keep being wise men. They keep going the same direction. So they come into Jerusalem and they said, well, we'll ask Herod where he's born. So they show up and the scripture said in Matthew two, that all of Jerusalem was troubled at their presence because there were 75 Kings and 400 armed soldiers showed up. Well, that I, I, It never made any sense to me. Why three wise men on three camels. Uh, we're, trouble we're troubled. Yeah. I mean, they could have gotten by in a crowd. And you might not have noticed them. So I couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. But when they show up and see, remember Herod would kill anybody who said they were the King. Right. Herod killed his own people. He put Rome, his Rome would have insisted on it, even if he. Oh, sure. Not to. Yeah. 
And Herod was illegitimate anyway. And Herod goes in and imprisons his two sons. And he ordered them to be strangled to death at his death so that because he knew everybody hated him and they would be mourning over his sons, they loved them. And it would look like people was crying over him. He killed everybody in his family. And he said the only one he didn't, that he killed, he regretted was his wife. And so, uh, so he's killing. And that's why you're talking about a man who had no problem killing all the male children in Bethlehem. So here comes the wise men. So they come in and Herod says, what, what are you doing here? They said, we came to see the king of the Jews. Crazy. Herod would have killed them all three right there, except there were 75 kings, 40 to 75, and an army of about 400 armed troops. It would have been a bloodbath. And Herod knew it. So he acts real kind all at once. Oh, let me see. I'll check with my scribes. Where is he going to be born? They come out and say, he'll be born in Bethlehem. He said, what time? Now notice this. He he diligently inquired of them. What time did you see that star? Why did he want to know that? What time did you see his star? Well, uh, he found out it was about two years earlier. That's why he killed the babies two years old and under. The male children. So he finds out the time. And then he says, go and find the young child and come back and tell me where he's at so that I may go worship him. You know, he's a liar. He's a murderer. He's a liar. So, so the scripture says, now this is what it says. When they left Jerusalem to go to Bethlehem, they looked up and saw the star. They saw it again. It hadn't appeared for about two years after they saw it the first time. Why do you just on that, not to belabor this, but how do we know it disappeared during those two years? Because when they saw the star, they were exceeding glad again. And we know that they had been about two years coming across that way. Okay, I see. Now watch this. Now you'll know it by prophecy in just a moment. Okay. So they look up and they see the star again. And it said they were exceeding glad when they saw the star. And it said when they saw the, uh, when, uh, Herod, when he had privily called the wise men and inquired of them diligently what time they saw that star, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before him until it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Notice it said when they saw the star that they had saw in the east. Yeah. By the way, this is just my own personal observation, but if if that star stood over the place where he was. I already knew it was going to be Bethlehem. It sounds yeah. like somehow they had the ability to go from that star to a particular house. To pinpoint it. it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. To pinpoint. Well, that's what they did. They were magi. They were yeah. stargazers. Yeah. They 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 were astronomers. They well, were. They had, yeah, they probably had these, like the sextant or one of these things that you'd line yeah. this up with this. And where does it point to when you do that? Yeah, 
and triangulate his point where he's at. Listen to this, Steve. Said when they heard the king, they departed. When they saw the star, they rejoiced and were exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, the young child. He was a toddler now. Yeah. He was about two years old. And they fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Now, notice this. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Right. About 2,000 years ago, we beheld his star when he came into the earth. And we were exceeding glad. And we were with him about three and a half years in the earth. And the wise men saw him and they handled him of the word of life. He was here about that, about 1,800, 2,000 years ago now. Yeah. And so right after about three and a half years or about three days, suddenly he disappears. But being wise men, we kept moving the same direction we saw him last. Oh, okay. And believers kept receiving him as Lord, moving and going toward him and going toward him. But after about 18 months or two years or 1,800 or 2,000 years, the star will appear again. And when the star appears again, we will be exceeding glad. And it says it'll be at a time when a wicked king will be in the earth. It will be be at a time. And it said when that happens, now watch this. It says, when they saw the star, they were exceeding glad, and they went to the child's house. They didn't go where he was born. They went to his house. That's the rapture of the church. Mm, It It said they go to his house, and they worship him, and they see him. And it says, and then, and then it tells the wise men being warned of a dream that they should not return to Herod. They departed to their own country another way. We're going to go home another way. It's not going to be the same. It'll be the catching away of the church. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. And we're going to be there. And it's going to be around 1,800, 2,000 years, he will appear again, and we'll be exceeding glad. And notice after that, the wicked king, he goes and persecutes Israel after that and kills all the male children in Israel. He starts killing those in Bethlehem. That's the persecution of the Antichrist in Israel after the wise men go home another way. And so you're looking at this whole story. Every time there's a testimony of Jesus, it's the Spirit of God prophesying of what's coming. And so I thought that would be interesting, especially when you see illegitimate kings in the earth. Yeah, my goodness. You see a jackal named a jackal, illegitimate over one of the most powerful nations in the earth. You see all this happening. The government's involved in persecuting the church. Everything's going on exactly like it was. But right at this moment, it's time that we should be delivered. We should be delivered. Okay, now I just have to ask, are you 
intending because it sounds like you're saying okay christmas day is almost here and the jackals in the white house it's upon <laughs> us are you it sounds like you're saying the rapture of the church is here but i know no, that's okay so no so that, what are you saying not, yeah so that's saying? not what i'm saying what yeah. i'm telling you is is it sure is a lot of parallels yeah. about right this moment yeah because we truth. know herod represents the antichrist yeah and you know joe biden ain't the antichrist yeah it's just not, but it's that same spirit. It's the parallel it's, that we're seeing it. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the story still spirit. being told. The story can't help but be told over and over, right? It just keeps and, being and told. It's, and every eye is on Israel right at this moment. Yeah. It's just, true. it can't get away from it. Yeah. Because what you're looking at right now is impressions in the earth. Yeah. See, and, and this is where people, now, if they don't hear this, they'll run off and say, Brother Robin said the rapture was going to take place, yeah. you know, at, at Christmas. I didn't say that. I didn't ever say that. <laughs> this is glad we're clarifying that so we don't misunderstand. That's right. I never saying, said that. From the very first time I've ever had you on the program, the very first time you talked about impressions in the earth are uh -huh. here be, before something happens, there has to be an impression in the earth. There has to be. Adam. And so you're sticking yep. with that. There are we're seeing impressions in the earth, and constantly. And, and Joe Biden in the uh, in office is a, one of the impressions in the earth. Sure. Okay. Of what of Herod to come? It's yeah. it's constant. It's a constant impression because the Lord had a covenant with the earth that the earth would understand what's coming before it comes. See, when when the Lord made the body of Adam. There was the image of Adam in the earth before Adam ever arrived. Right. The body was here, and then the spirit of Adam was breathed into the body. So there's always an impression in the earth before the event comes. You know, 9-11 and all of that that happened was a, an exact, almost an exact image of Revelation 18 and 19 where the Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. This, is that where the part where it ha talks about two towers or something? Yeah, no, okay. no. Well, no. it's the part where it talks about uh, what cities like this great city, old Babylon. Okay. It talks about your trade center where it was all traded. It was a trade capital. And yeah. it talks about in one hour, your smoke, is, uh, your destruction comes. And it talks about sailors setting off in the barges or on the sea, watching her smoke ascend up forever. I mean, up into the heavens and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And it was an exact parallel of 9-11. I mean, yeah. exact almost. And even Giuliani stood up that day and said, what city is like this great city? He quoted really? the Bible. Really? Well, and was so, he doing it intentionally, by the way, or did I, it just come out? Probably of not. Okay. Probably not. I don't know. But it doesn't much matter. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. And and it showed the camera views of the towers burning from cameras on a barge out in the in the uh, ocean looking up at the just exactly like it said. Well, the next chapter, Revelation 19, says there's a great depicts a great revival. So these were impressions in the earth, even though it looked like the tribulation. Yeah. But there has to be a body of a thing before the thing arrives. And there's always an image in the earth so the earth can prepare for what's coming. And men should be able to see that. And right and, now we're, we're full of impressions. We're looking at 
because the Bible is getting ready to, something's getting ready to end and something's getting ready to begin. And on that, on when the shepherds, when the angels tell tell them this will be a sign to you, you'll find them in the, you mm-hmm. know, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the animal feeding trough is basically where they fed him off that yeah, stolen that's stuff. right. But when you said this will be a sign, there's a twofold sign. There's an immediate sign. Yeah. Immediate sign is you're going to yep. find him on a stone slab, mm-hmm. wrapped in swaddling clothes, and lying that's in the how manger. you'll know. Lying in the manger, that's how you'll know you found him. But you're saying it's the sign goes forward 33 and a half years, whatever it is. Yeah. Said that's how he's going to die as well, right? Yeah. It's like a twofold sure. sign, immediate sign. So you'll recognize it. And, yeah. and when this happens 33 years from now, you're going to say, did I not tell you? Something that's right. Like that. And see, it's prophecy. It's all prophecy. Yeah. It's all prophetic. Just like the parable I told you that he taught about the vineyard and so forth. It's yeah. all prophecy. It's all prophetic. Everything is prophetic. God does everything prophetically. He speaks the end from the beginning and from the ancient times of things that haven't happened. Prophets are in the earth right now, and we can close it with this because we're out of time, I see, but I know this, but we get carried away, Steve. You and I get carried away. Yeah, well, that's good. This is really, really helpful. (laughs) I mean, I'm enjoying this, and it's a great Christmas message. I got insights that I never had before. Uh, some of those things I knew, but a lot of those things I did not know. So that was really Isn't that amazing? The Lord, yeah, it is. He, he just opens up things. Yeah. See, the thing, by the way, about the gold that was mm-hmm. there, the gold, mm-hmm. uh, I know Cat uh, Curtis said, you know, they brought him all the gold. He was a wealthy child in Egypt. He, they were yeah. wealthy, but I never thought about the gold. They would have had to have an entourage just to get to Egypt sure. with all that gold, wouldn't they? Have? And, and they would have had to have had an army because bandits would have, uh, taking gold from three, from a Chinese guy, right. a black guy, and a white guy right. immediately. Right. I mean, so, so they had to have protection. And I'll tell you something else I believe they did too. It says they opened their treasures to him. And in other words, they gave him a blank check from that day forward. Oh, and we wow. will fund your ministry forever. We, we will take care of your ministry for, from now on. And so all at once, notice he can get up and go to Egypt and spend a year in Egypt and come back. I can prove to you in the scripture, he had at least five houses. You can go through there and find out where, where they owned about. And let me tell you this too. If you want to know who Joseph is, you know, think about this. Joseph in, uh, in the genealogy of Matthew, where it tells the genealogy of Jesus, yeah, uh, it says there's a there's a king named Jeconiah, yeah. Jeconiah, who was told by God, you can't be king and neither can any of your descendants from now on. You can't sit on the throne. Nobody after you can sit on the throne out of your family. Well, it says Jeconiah, Jeconiah, but got this one, this one, but got this one, this one, but got Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, but got this, 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 who begot Joseph, who was the son of Mary. I mean, the husband of Mary. Think of that. So Joseph was the real king of Israel in that line. In that line. Oh, what do you know? He was the king of Israel in that line. And now you know why he probably lived in Nazareth, that poor little city. Was because if Herod found out he was in line for the throne of Israel, he'd have killed him. Those Jews knew their genealogy. They knew where they came from. 
Yeah, that so, they all had to have those memorized and recite them to their rabbis yeah, and all that stuff. So Joseph was the in line for the throne. And he knew it and had to live in obscurity. Gee. And so that's why Joseph had money. And then you talk about this, but then Jesus came through and Luke, the genealogy, he comes through Mary's line. And so he come through and he still was, and it was a descendant of David. Both of them were. And so you've got this. I mean, it's precise. I mean, to the, the to the nth detail, God did. He didn't have to do that, but I think he had a lot of fun building that story. You know, man, God don't panic. He no. just don't panic. You know, I mean, when Jeconiah did what he did, God didn't say, "Oh my, oh me." He couldn't have said, "Oh my God," because he is God. Oh me, what am I going to do now? He never said anything. He just blatantly told him, said, you were not going to sit on the throne. I don't even know what he did, but, but, you know, it's, it's the same thing is that the, uh, through the line of, uh, what's her name? Rahab became in the line of the Messiah. And I can't remember if she's in Mary's line or Joseph's line. Yes. Yes. And she, and, uh, Ruth, and she was a Moabitess and, and, uh, all of them. But when they received, well, when they received the Lord and they made covenant with the Lord, yeah. Their DNA changed just like that. And, and so you know, does yours. The, the one, and again, I don't remember which line it was that Rahab was in, but whichever line it was, you're supposed to reckon it through the men. And he begat so, and he, but they, they got Rahab in there by God's grace because God's like saying, I want you to know Rahab the prophet, Rahab the harlot became Rahab in the line of Messiah. One of the grandmothers of Jesus. Uh, it's crazy, you know, crazy. Well, it's just, but, but see, that also shows you how he can take a dog sinner. Mm-hmm. And once that, that life is given to him, all that sin is not remembered anymore. So They're good. a brand new creature and it's brand new. You know, it's all new. Uh, it was, look what happened with Moses' wife. She finally had to circumcise her son because it said the Lord was going to kill her son. Yeah. And it wasn't that God was doing it. The Lord, he had no covenant. And all of a sudden she, she circumcised him and threw the foreskin on a rock and said, now you're a bloody husband to me. In other words, I have a blood covenant with God and his wife, buddy was defended to the nth degree by the Lord himself because she became one of his. And, you know, those stories, Jesus would have been intimately familiar with the stories because he was the creator of them before time. He was part of creating those stories. (laughs) And so it's like it's a much more colorful picture when they bring him a woman who's a prostitute, a Rahab, caught in sin. Don't you know he thought of that, Steve? Of course he did, right? He would have known that. Yeah. He was there, so to say. I mean, he was there. He was part he of the story. He was, because he, he created all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Yeah. That's what the scripture said in St. John 1. I mean, this whole thing is he wasn't going to allow them to touch that woman based on everything, well, that whole story and who he is. And yeah, anyway, we could talk a long time about that. Well, I guess we, we better. 
go ahead if you will and pray for the people and bless them christmas blessings i'm so glad we got you here uh before christmas so you can uh, tell that story thank it's you amazing. for having me brother yeah. lord right now we bring the people before you yeah. lord they're they're our family but they're your people and Lord God, I ask you to renew their minds and their thoughts to the fact that you love them right now. And Lord God, that you're not holding anything against them. And Lord, show them that you're not disappointed in them. Because if you were disappointed in them, you wouldn't be any bigger than them. Yeah. Lord, that you're not disappointed at all in them. Good. That Lord, your blood cleanses them and washes them clean. And if there's things in their life right now, I ask you to let first John one nine just come up in their thinking right now that if you can, they confess their sin, you are faithful and just to forgive them of their sin and cleanse them of all the unrighteousness, never to be remembered again. So Lord, right now I'm going to lead them in a prayer. And I ask you, Lord God, to let your power show big yes, this Christmas season. Mm. There's so many of them suffering, so many depressed, mm. so many things, Lord, how the enemy tries to, on the greatest day of the, of the season, of the year, the greatest day he tries to make it the worst day yes, Lord. by creating memories mm. that they can't get rid of. And so I ask you now, Lord, you are the, the bad memory eraser. You are the one that can show them a bright future. So right now, if you're listening to me today, yeah. and maybe you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, mm. why don't you just pray this prayer? The apostle Paul said that if you confess mm. with your, you believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess with your mouth that he's your Lord, you shall be saved. So it's that simple. Say, I believe in my heart, Lord, that God raised you from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord yeah. and Savior. Come in my heart, live forever. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness and forgive me of all sin. Make me brand new right now. And from this day forward, I'm a new creature and I'll live for you. And if you did that, he, and you meant it, he has come in your heart. And now you are one of his. And the only past you have is his. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. So now you're out there and you say, well, I know I'm born again, but I don't know what to do now. Yeah. I have blew it. I messed up. I've done it. First John 1, 9 says, if you confess that sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you of that sin and cleanse you from that unrighteousness. So right now, just confess it, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's when you confess, it's not when he finds out about it. It's when you get rid of it. Yeah. So go ahead and confess it and say, I confess this before you, Lord. Now cleanse me from the unrighteousness of it. Man, I'm telling you, if you'll do that, that he, he will do that. Exactly what he said. And you know, once you get born again, don't stop there. Go ahead and get baptized in the Holy Ghost. What a Christmas present this would be. Yeah. John said, there's one coming after me who, who will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire. Well, why don't you ask him to baptize you in the Holy Ghost right here on the Elijah stream, right here, right now. 
Elijah's stream where fire falls. Go ahead yeah. and let that fire come up in you and cover you right now with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Yeah. Just say, Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Yeah. It's not the only evidence, but it is the initial evidence. Why? Because the power of life and death is right there. Yeah. And you've yielded the most powerful member of your being to God. So right now, just start speaking in tongues. Whatever sounds you hear. Somebody might want to sing in the spirit now. And man, and just you're unlimited now in your prayer life. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Robin, thank you so much. Man, well, we yeah. love you guys. We love both of you, Robin and Robin. If anyone's new, there's Robin is Robin and your wife is Robin. And yeah, and that was Robin Robin doing that baptism in that pool. That was great. Again, hey, yeah, shout out again, shout out again to Sita and her daughter. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Lord. Uh, we just welcome you. So welcome you in the body of Christ. We're so uh, blessed to hear your Dang, story. Man. man, so many people today and who will be yeah. watching this recording are going to be blessed by that story. So, so. Amen. I am. Yeah. I'm totally, totally blessed. All right. Well, Robin, thank you so much. Quick reminder. If you want to go, oh, I see that it's robindbullock.com right there. It is on yeah. it right there. Robindbullock.com. Anything and everything that you do, you start there and you'll find it. So, all right. Praise and, God. And help go drill these wells, help drill the wells. Yeah. We, yeah. Man, I'm going, I want to do more about that. I mean, so you know, many I, I want to so I want to keep many. doing more about that. We the Lord has blessed us, so we we've we've been able to help. I want to do more. I, well, thank we, you. We need to do that. We just thank all you so of much. us. Thank you so can, much. So, Amen. all right. God bless you, everyone. Merry Merry Christmas, and we will see you again soon. Let's see the next one coming up is Barry Wunsch tomorrow Friday. So don't miss Barry. He's always very very prophetic. So have a great day, yeah. everybody. See you later. Shalom, shalom. shalom. I'm almost there. Okay. <laughs> you did it. Sure. I did. I uh, kind of. <laughs> Amen. That's See you awesome. later then. Bye-bye. All right. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.